as we continue to recover from the pandemic, it has given me great joy to begin to receive wedding invitations again. Years ago, I attended a lot of Protestant weddings because many of my friends from college were Protestant. And at some of those ceremonies, the more traditional of them, they featured vows. And in those vows, one phrase that stands out in my memory is the phrase, to have and to hold, to have and to hold. For me, it brings home the power of our experience of love in this world. We all sort of intuitively know that love is the greatest thing in the world. And if we didn't know, all we need to do is turn on the radio and we could hear a thousand love songs at any time. But we know that our understanding of love in this world is flawed, it's imperfect, is limited, is limited by our humanity. We know that a lot of those marriages will not last. We know that a lot of people make the mistake of understanding that love is just a feeling. And when that feeling is gone, they have crisis. But we know from our elders, we know also from our experience of life in this world that love is not just a feeling, but that it is a commitment of will that love is expressed in action. And those actions, including protecting others, caring for others, they include loyalty and sacrifice. And then, of course, we have the famous hymn of love in 1 Corinthians 13, which tells us, to greater extent, what love is all about and what love does. Love is patient, love is kind. You know the passage in the gospel passage that we heard yesterday on Saturday of the sixth week after Pascha, we heard one of those places where the Lord tells us and teaches us about love. He says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you desolate. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. And so the Lord gives us something very clear. He says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. But it's important for us to understand that this is not transactional. Because as we learn from St. Isaac the Syrian, as medicines are to a diseased body, so are the commandments 
to our souls, which are sinful and passionate and fallen because they are human, because we are human. And St. Isaac goes on to say that a person can acquire love only after he has received health of soul. The soul is not in good health unless it keeps the commandments. You see, God is telling us this. Christ is telling us this because he wants to invite all of us into a greater experience of love. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you are attracted to me, if you think you want more of this, keep my commandments. Why? Because they will cleanse you. They will purify you. God, the Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, does not dwell in sin. And so he tells us this because he wants to be with us, but he can't because of our sin. So he gives us the commandments to purify and to cleanse us so that he can be with us to a greater degree, in a greater depth. And so for us, where does that leave us? It leaves us to learn and to keep his commandments as well as we can by his grace, to have and to hold them, to have and to keep his commandments. Why? So that they may purify and cleanse us, and that we can experience the depth of God's love. And we can understand that love is not just a feeling. It is a feeling, but it's a lot more than that. It's a feeling that leads us to action, that leads to our cleansing and purification, that makes us a temple of the Holy Spirit, that we may receive the love of God that is greater than anything we can experience in this life. As Christ said to us in the passage we heard today, he says, this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Through the prayers of the Holy Fathers, especially the 318 fathers of the First Ecumenical Council, whom we remember today. May God give us all the grace to have and to hold his commandments.